0: Hey guys, welcome back to Insight Flow. This is episode three. And today we're talking about hustle culture recovery. All right, I already hear the, oh, this is bullshit and the eyes rolling, but I'm sure there's a lot of you out there that understand exactly what I'm talking about. Hustle culture. Is it exactly a healthy idea? Now I'm not talking about hustle culture like, you don't want to work, let's all quit, right? We have quiet quitters everywhere. Quiet quitting, I mean, I don't really understand it. I understand that defeated feeling. I understand wanting to change your life, but just the method of I'm just going to not put effort and stay where I'm not happy, that I don't really get around, okay? I don't know if this microphone's gonna mess up my. <laughs> this is my first time recording with my new Canon EOS. What is it? R6. Yay! <laughs> um, it is a step up from my Mark III vlogging camera, and that's what I was using before. But look at this beautiful set I built for us. Um, oh, okay. Every time I say um, I'm gonna put $5 in a bin that's what I'm going to do because it is time to break the habit. Anyways, back to what I was saying. Hustle culture being mm, something I'm recovering from. Now, I don't, mean, oh, I'm just not going to work anymore. I love working. I love building businesses. I always have uh, the people who are listening. If you don't know me, my name is Melissa and I have three beautiful children. So I'm a mommy, but I also have had many business babies along the way. And I'm not here to tell you that I'm a millionaire and that, you know, I have all the answers. But what I do have is some wisdom of having a brick and mortar business, being in different industries. I have treated my career accordingly. And what I mean by that is that when there's signs that there's a different direction, or maybe I've learned something about myself through my career, that's been my personal path. Because different positions that I've had have taught me things in my life and lessons in my life. And when that lesson is over, a new opportunity arises. But believe me, it's not easy. It's always this destructive, you know, episode that happens. Then it sounds very dramatic, but I'm, I'm sure some people can relate that a situation gets so uncomfortable that I know that the signs are telling me as much as my my own brain wants to tell me that, no, no, this is comfortable. It's a big risk to walk away from this. Well, that's kind of scary changing that up. But every single time, the next step is a better step, is a more fulfilling step. But I learn along the way. So quiet quitting, I wouldn't say that that'd be. I think that everybody quietly quits a little bit before they officially decide to quit a job. I don't think anybody just quits out of nowhere if they're unhappy and maybe there are some but i think typically it would seem that people would have to be unhappy for a little while and i'm sure that could affect their performance even if it's not a measurable thing i mean i don't feel motivated and as ambitious if i feel mistreated or underappreciated so quiet quitting is not a new concept But quiet quitting to me, I just think, why stay? Why stay? We live in an abundant world. And don't get me wrong. I am an American. I know what's going on in America. And I'm not here to say our economy is in a wonderful position. What I am going to say is that I choose to focus on other things. People are making millions of dollars either way, globally, right? Billions of dollars globally. someone's playing music outside. <laughs> I'm sure you can hear it. So, all I'm saying is that it may sound woo-woo, but I choose to be on a different frequency, right? This is this is my aspiration to be on that frequency where you're not touched by things outside of your your bubble, right? Now, if that day comes and my freedoms are stripped away from me and I'm living in an entirely different reality, then I'll deal with it. At this moment, in this day, at this time, I'm sitting here in my own studio that I manifested, working on programs that I didn't know how to use before, having devices of quality to bring you this media that I've been trying to manifest for you for I mean, really, it's been since I was in college and had a broadcasting, you know, um, major and I wanted to do media and edit and do all these things. At least I thought I wanted to edit because I liked it. I didn't really know all the facets. Oh, and I liked being on the radio. <laughs> I did get that opportunity, too. But my, my point is that living on that frequency has done me well. I come from, you know, sleeping on my grandma's floor. You know, just that's what it is. That's what I come from. That was my, my teenage years. And, you know, when I was younger than that, you know, living with my mother, she was homeless and an addict and had her own problems. So no matter what your situation, if you are consistent and you're, keep your mindset, I know you hear this all the time, and it's not even a mindset. It's a faith. People talk about mindset, but mindset, what is that? It's a faith. It's a faith in yourself. It's a faith in something bigger than yourself. And I think that our culture as Americans, and America is very influential. <laughs> our culture is becoming global, okay? I think and I I witness that American culture is definitely because of the internet and social media kind of spreading, right? But That little bit of faith, and it doesn't have to have a name or anything like that, you know. There's energetic things at work that you'd really have to be closed off to not witness. There's principles to this life thing. There's principles and laws to this universe thing. I can't fully explain it, but I try to get on that level. And that is my hope that more people try to get on that level because I really believe that if more people look at each other a little differently out of this hustle culture what is that is it I'm going to have more money than you I'm going to be able to show you the things I bought is it going to be I'm going to be more beautiful than you what are we hustling for are we hustling for survival Or are we hustling for ego? Now, these are questions that I had to ask myself. We'll get more into my journey later and more into other people's journeys later because I really feel like we have so much we can learn from each other. So much we can learn from each other if we stop competing with each other, if we stop putting ourselves on pedestals or putting other people on pedestals. And I'm not just talking about celebrities. Those are not the famous people now. Celebrities are, they're there, right? We tolerate them. We see them in media. We laugh at them. We shop off their things if they're wearing something we like, whatever. But the idolization But their lifestyle, that they're paid to have a lot of times, is what we should constantly be grinding for. You know, maybe I'm just on a different planet or from a different planet. I don't know. I feel like I just come from a different frequency sometimes. Like I don't always live in this dimension because how I look at it, how I look at things never really meshes with the masses. And maybe that's just what I think. Because in media, sometimes you get this idea like, are we dumbing down everything? Everybody only has a three second to 10 second attention span. Like, I don't really, I don't want to believe that. I believe more in people that they they should mobilize their minds more, not just by reading books, but questioning everything. Question, why do we do the things we do? Who's conditioning us? Told us that this is how we're supposed to be living, hustling and grinding and all the time. Now, I'm a qualified person. I have some, you know, licenses, some designations, some work experience, some achievements. (laughs) You know, on paper, it's not that bad, right? I mean, my bank account could be better. Most people's could be better, but I'm grateful for what I have. I've got some beautiful things and a beautiful healthy children, and, you know, I'm I'm not dead yet. A lot of things to be grateful for. But over these years, hustling for the things, grinding, wanting to build up my media presence or build up a business that I was nurturing into existence, what was I doing it for? I've learned with my first son, he was in daycare from six to six for a few years when he was little and he stayed in that daycare I mean for a long time and I was working I was and work- maybe not every day but I worked a lot and I did cold I, at one point a single mom I was at when the real estate market crashed I was working at a restaurant and I was working at a hotel and just trying to get ends meet until I landed a really good corporate job and then I you know leveled up from there. I mean, it's been a rat race, right? Well, he was in the thick of the rat race in my early twenties. So you're just building at that point and trying to figure out what the hell to do. And I had a little baby to, to take care of. So I was definitely under pressure to build something. Cause I sure didn't have any kind of inheritance or mommy money or daddy money. Right. But then I had my other two children and I realized that it wasn't all about work and it's been a whole journey and there's more to it, but we'll just leave it at that for now. It's been, you know, my daughter is seven now and I kind of revisited my hustle culture when I was expecting her. (laughs) And then... I jumped right into it because life said, no bitch, you gotta work. (laughs) You are not gonna be stay-at-home mommy. Your family's in trouble. Like you need to figure some shit out. And that's what I had to do, and that's a whole nother podcast, baby. And we will get into it, but not right now. Having the younger ones in the first years, I didn't learn my lesson yet. I did wanna be a stay-at-home mom, but then Because I was fearful of our financial situation. I was like, look, I'm investing in a business. I'm going to build this beautiful salon in a town where I know nobody and I have no clients. That's what I'm going to do. And you know what? I did it. I did it and I did it and it worked and I sold it, made some profit. I was able to keep my family afloat. It was a lot of work and a lot of lessons and a lot of knowledge. From that experience. But now I think back and I'm like, that was for learning really. I mean, sure, you know, every time I would sell a business, I would invest it in my education or invest it in something that I thought was gonna bring me money again, right? So I always tried to invest up. When I sold the salon, people are like, Why would you sell your business? It's doing well. You're building, blah, blah, blah. Well It wasn't my path anymore. It wasn't, the energy wasn't good. The, I didn't feel the inspiration to continue. Not just that business, but where I was. Oh, my light died. Oh, I liked that lighting though. Anyways, these things are really cool. Highly recommend. Oh, I had it on wrong. Anyway. So when I say I'm a recovering hustle culture or I'm recovering from the hustle culture. That's what I'm referring to. I would be, I owned a salon. I had a baby. I, at the time we bred a litter of puppies. That was not my choice, but it was in my household. Had to do it. And I was traveling, educating for an international makeup brand and also working in their showroom that was three to four hours away. Whew. (laughs) I think about it now. And I felt balanced because my downtime was solely dedicated to my daughter, and I would take days just to be with her. But I wasn't with her a lot, you know, because I was just running around so much. And it didn't really hit me until I knew, maybe I quietly quit, but I wasn't quietly quitting to stay there forever. But basically, I knew I was going to be selling the salon, so I wasn't sticking around much. And I spent a lot of time with my baby, right? And I knew I wanted to relocate and do all these things and whatnot. But the lesson was still there that, and the signs were there that it was no longer my path. So I continued on. And the next step was great. And the next step was great. And it continued to get good. And every time I'd have an achievement or a new facet of my career that worked out well I would take whatever came from that and invest it back in so whatever it was you know beauty also real estate so you know I'm not going to totally get into that but real estate is very you know you have to be driven to really get results and you have to be active and social and all the things so there's just been so many lessons you guys I love real estate, and I love beauty, and don't get me wrong. However, I know that that's not my path right now. My path is speaking to the masses if I can, is just sharing what I can for people to mobilize their minds and live a better life. And it may sound arrogant to say, oh, Melissa Elena Muse. I was teaching a class in San Francisco, a makeup class, And I remember that I started my classes saying, I'm not here to show you how to do art. I'm here to give you the tools and be your muse. And someone laughed in the back. And that person actually, I mean, yes, they were a hater. And I hate that term because it's like, oh, if you question me, you're a hater. No, bitch, you're a hater because you wrote like a complaint about me. (laughs) It was like so uh, for no reason that... I intended whatsoever, so all I'm saying is that that little chuckle of doubt, that little chuckle of mocking, it makes me love using the term muse even more. <laughs> Elena is my middle name, and I haven't used it most of my life, but I was having a feeling that I need to start using my middle name more why don't I use that? Like, how am I going to name this brand? I don't want to use my Melissa Guzman, you know, it just wasn't whatever. But Melissa Elena just sounded better. And people had commented before, like, oh, I have an Aunt Maria Elena or whatever. And I kind of was like, oh, ha, ha. and when I was at lunch with one of my old team members, um, we had a discussion, we we're talking about branding. Specifically, we we're talking about branding. And this is how God works in my life, okay? This I have a lot of stories like this, and this is why I feel like a podcast is so important to just remind you of the real stuff, not just like the social media stuff, you know? Not just media stuff, but like what is happening in our waking lives what are these energies that we feel around us? What are these signs? What are the omens like the alchemist? Well, I was out to lunch, just enjoying our little Thai curry and discussing branding, discussing where we wanted to go. It never really fruited with this particular person. And, you know, you can't make everybody ambitious or motivated or whatever on a path of of your own unfortunately a lot of people will fall off but that particular lunch what I took from it was beautiful and I was telling her and it was like this big buildup, and it reminds me of um kill bill when Beatrix finally says her name and all of a sudden there's bells and whistles and frame changes and whatever, it was kind of like that. I was really excited and talking about how I wanted to go with the brand and the name and that I wanted to share it with her because it felt like really good and putting it together and why it was a good idea and why I normally don't use my middle name but this is how I wanted to call it because I've named myself my brand and my videos and my whatever so many times, the Instagram handles and whatever but I knew I had to be consistent I said, "I want to use my middle name. And I think something's telling me that it's meant to have that's meant to be my handle, is Melissa Elena, right? And then I was like, Muse. Well, that's meant to be my handle. And I was like, I'm gonna use my middle name. And when she asked me, what was what is your middle name? The server comes up to give us our water, and I said, my middle name is Elena. And she said, My middle name is Elena, too, the server. If that's not confirmation, you guys, yes, you can call it a coincidence. But to me, that was the universe saying, Your middle name is what you should be using, and that people will respond to it. So I don't have to hustle, <laughs> I don't have to grind. I have income, I have trades. But what I really have to do is just be me and connect, connect with whoever I can and talk about this crazy thing called life insightfully, and it will flow. And I'm going to continue to recover from the hustle culture. And you'll find out with this podcast, how I achieve that, the journey and also some beautiful souls on the way and hopefully through this podcast I'll give you a little bit more freedom or ease in your mind and in this world and with each other because truly I don't have control over the masses even if you have millions of followers people have free will you know I'm not here to tell anybody what to do. I never am. And this is what I think gets misconstrued sometimes when I try to offer wisdom or a helping hand with no exchange. But sometimes people get like, I don't need your help. I got this. (laughs) And then they end up hurting themselves later. Like, again, more content for later. I'm not here for that. I think that if everybody was looking out for each other, we'd have a much better freaking world. And that's really the truth. And it's never going to 100% happen because we have such a, a colorful array of personalities and backgrounds and intentions. But I truly believe, at a fundamental level, that healing is possible and that humans are social beings and that we need each other. And I believe in energy and I believe that we could feed each other good things through this powerful thing called media instead of just selling each other shit, which is really all you see these days, right? Like everybody's trying to sell something or if I teach you something, buy my course and you know, pay me if you pay me, right? (laughs) Like sure, we all have bills to pay and I'm not talking about people who really are like wonderful educators who have such value. I'm talking about anybody can sell you a course and unfortunately, that's where the big money is, is course creation. But you're taking money from people who are already struggling sometimes and you're not necessarily giving them what they need to really succeed. You're putting stars in their eyes and it's just like the old get get rich quick kind of things as seen on TV. Buy this and you'll be rich in two weeks. <laughs> Like, no, honey, that's not always the case, okay? Anyway, I'm not going to sell you anything. I'm not going to sell you anything. I'm not here to sell you anything. Insight flow is not to sell you anything. If it gets to the point where it gets ads, whatever. But I truly just want that connection with you guys. Now, if we have sponsors and it's something I believe in, I mean, absolutely, that can happen because it pays for the channel. It helps me be here for you, whatever. But I'm not trying to sell you this idea that you need to be any more than you already are. And that's really what I'm hoping that people can find some peace from this podcast and people can find A different way to look at how to navigate the world with each other so I really look forward to having some really interesting people on for you Uh, I don't know until the I'm not sure (laughs) when anybody would want to be on the podcast with any significant following but hey you know I'm open to it the goal is to just start a new conversation And I think that it's time for that, but make it fun, right? It's not all like, oh, we're all just going to meditate together and whatever, but I will make you like, maybe look at a crystal (laughs) and you can laugh at me if you want, but Hey, I'm not going to be, you know, doing anything crazy other than just making you think so thank you for listening today you guys my camera this is the first time i'm doing the podcast with this new camera so hopefully the footage looks good and hopefully i can link it in audition for you and thanks again for listening inside flow media melissa elena muse and we'll be on apple and all these other podcast stations that i haven't uploaded to for a long time but thanks again for listening and be sure to come back to listen to our new stories. Take care now.